0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. Let's get up. We've got to get a getting. We're bringing you these studies now, my friends. So we're looking now at divine healing, true and false. And we were looking there in our last study at Acts 14.8. Let me read that for you. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being crippled from his mother's womb, who had never walked. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand up on thy feet, stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. Now, my friend, I've been uh, criticized, I've been questioned lately about these messages. Had one gentleman wrote me about, I said it was uh, demon healed, demon spirits, and all of those things. He wanted to know about. If it was all right to lay hands on folks, now my friend, I'm not the judge. You you know you know the Bible. You know what the Bible says, and I I can't instruct you in those things. But I know one thing. Here we didn't see Paul, uh, put his hands on this man, did he? No. I told this gentleman, I said we 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 pray for people all over America. People call here, Trailblazer. Could you pray for my daughter? She's sick with the with cancer. We's this and that and the other. We pray for him. It's the Lord's business to heal if he chooses to heal them. And I quoted that verse of scripture to him, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now, my friend, don't belittle the healing power of God. It's just what what we're getting at here and aiming at is all of this hoopla, all of this uh, demonic spirits that's manifested these days in these healing meetings and those long uh, trailers that come through here with a big sign on the side: Divine Healing Services tonight, one night only. Divine Healing Services, and I've been there in those things, and I've seen folks hauled in on a on a stretcher and get up and walk. I mean, all of that stuff is is put on, my friend. It's fake as a is a as a World Wrestling Association. Folks think that's all real, but it's all a put on for a show. But my friend, let me let me let me mention. Get back in our study. This place right here. where where we were speaking of, and the Apostle Paul healed this man, it's the only place in God's Word where faith is mentioned. It is the faith to be healed, and it's the faith to be healed. That doesn't necessarily mean that he had faith in Christ or his shed blood. Let me say frankly, plainly as I can do, my friend, God's way of saving a soul is not by seeing some miracle performed, but by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's done there on the cross. I mentioned to you several weeks ago in a study that I had a dear friend. We were talking about uh, demon possession and those things that's taking place on the scene today. They're, they're growing in leaps and bounds. But this man uh, knew he was not saved, and he listened to every Tom, Dick, and Harry come along. He was 18-wheeler truck driver, and he was up there in, somewhere in Washington, D.C., and he saw this advertisement for this big healing revival and Holy Ghost all of those things. So he pulled his truck over in the parking lot there and went in, left his truck running, and went and listened to this man preach. And after he got through, he asked if anybody wanted to be saved, raise a hand. So he did. He raised his hand. He wanted to be saved. He was honest. He was sincere. And so as soon as these fellows, five or six of them, raised their hand, one of the men ushered them back into a little room in the back and began to talk about speaking in tongues and all of those things. And he said, they wouldn't let us leave till we spoke in tongues. He said, that, that's the evidence of being saved, speaking in tongues. So he stayed there, and he knew his truck was running out there on the parking lot, and he had to be somewhere next morning. And he finally come to him. He was from down in South America, and he spoke a strange language. It come from, He came from Belize. That's a little nation down there, and they spoke a, a different dialect from most people. So he said he went to talking in that language. And these fellows didn't know what he was saying. And they started shouting, he's got it, he's got it, he's got it. And they pat him on the back and give him some material to take with him and said he praised the Lord that he'd received the Holy Ghost. Now, my friend, that is a true story. Now, that just shows you about deception. Oh, my friend, God's way of saving a soul is not by some witness of some miracle. No, no. It's the work of the Holy Spirit to convict a sinner. And uh, let me say again, it's the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit never uses a miracle to convict a sinner of sin, of unbelief. Now, I take my eternal destiny on that statement. The Holy Spirit never uses a miracle to convict a sinner of unbelief. He takes the Word of God, according to Ephesians six seventeen, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. I know we covered a little bit of this in our last study, but I wanted to go back over it. A miracle is not the sword of the Spirit. The Word of God is the sword of the Spirit. It's Satan's trick. And this is what we are honing in on, the tricks of Satan, the old, the old trickster, the old snare. he got that snare. It's his, it's his method. It's his way to snatch the Word of God from the individual. And according to Matthew 13:19, by getting that individual interested in something else other than his soul, if he can get you interested in being healed, getting somebody else healed, seeing some miracle performed, he'll, that individual will never be convicted of sin. Now, my friend, I, I wrote this man back, and I said, the greatest thing in this life is not to be healed, no you may have been sick from the day you were born crippled up whatever kind of disease but to be healed is not the greatest thing that ever happens to an individual salvation being washed in the blood cleansed by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ by his death on the cross making an atonement for our sin let me ask you something you sitting there chomping your bits at me because I'm crossing your old grain are you saved are you saved my friend are you get up and slam the door and go outside go ahead And go to hell for your trouble. But I'm bringing you God's word. I'm putting something in your path to keep you from busting hell wide open. Now, I have folks write me, call me, and they say, Trailblazer, I appreciate you being honest with us. And that's what I want to do, my friend. I just want to be honest with you. Oh, listen. Listen. That individual will never be convicted of sin by seeing a miracle or hoping that he sees a miracle. And uh, he's just a lost sinner. And listen. If the Lord never touches his heart... You go to hell without warning. You might get him out on the profession of faith, you so-called. You might get him to shake the preacher's hand. He might uh, he might go down the healing line, as it were, because one of the requirements for faith healing today is that you profess faith in Christ. Oh, my man, my friend, you know many of these individuals whom the Lord healed, like this man here we just spoke of there at Lystra, he doesn't say anything about him being saved, it just says he walked and leaped. You may not, listen now, folks may call out salvation, but it's not. When the individual gives a testimony, he's not talking about being redeemed by the blood of Christ. I've heard thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of testimonies about being uh, healed and being filled with the Holy Ghost. And I've seen folks throw their crutches down under a tent meeting, but next week they had them back. Next week they was in a wheelchair again. Oh, but my friend, bodily healing, which shows that they know nothing of salvation. I wish you'd read closely Acts 19, verses 11 through 20, and then study Acts 28, verses 1 through 9, where you have the, we have there the last record of the miracle of healing in the book of Acts. Here we find that the Apostle Paul on the island of Melita healed the chief father, and many others who came. But there was no prerequisite, no faith required, no prerequisite of getting saved first, no oil used, no speaking in tongues. They healed, they were healed at the direct word of the Apostle Paul by prayer and the laying on of hands. Yes, there's an instance where we saw the Apostle Paul laying on hands, but we just saw that. At Lystra, he never laid his hands on that man. Now, let me call your attention to one of the most startling facts regarding divine healing in the book of Acts. And that is, we do not have a record in the book of Acts of a single believer being healed. Now, I wish you'd just let that soak in. Maybe that's not important to you, but it is. The divine healing done by the apostles was performed only on unbelievers. And this is clearly set forth in Acts 15:12. Then all the multitudes kept silence and gave audience to Barnabas and Paul, declaring what miracles and wonders God had wrought among the Gentiles or the heathen by them. I did not say that there were not any believers healed by the direct power of God, but I only said there's no record. Was Paul healed when he prayed for it? We find in 2 Corinthians 12 that Paul prayed three times to be healed. Paul was a man of faith. I believe you'd admit that. I believe you'd say that. But God said, no, Paul, I will not heal you, but I will give you grace sufficient to be an overcomer. I know the faith healers so-called of today, they say if you have an infirmity, it's because of sin. And if you have faith enough, you can be cured. What a libel, scandalous remark against the Apostle Paul. Oh, my friend, don't say that. Paul said, Most gladly, therefore, will I glory in my infirmities. The word infirmity means unhealthiness or disease. Paul said, I glory in my infirmities. See, show me someone glory in infirmities, and I'll show you one upon whom the power of the Lord rests. Paul tells Timothy in 1 Timothy 5, Drink no longer water, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake and thine often infirmities. Here we find that Timothy had a stomach problem and often had infirmities. Why didn't Paul heal him? Well, he could have, but we have no record that Paul ever healed one of God's children. He used that power always on the Gentiles, barbarians and unsaved. He left God's people in the hands of their father, and he knew that all was well. Just like I tell folks that write me and call me, I said, healing is... Great if it happens. It's great if it happens. And the Bible says, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And I praise the Lord for that. But my friend, let's keep our priorities straight. Let's do that. Oh, if we just knew what went on behind the scenes in these healing, so-called healing revivals, so-called healing ministries and all of those things. And how many folks, I remember years and years ago, My mother used to attend a charismatic church long years ago when I was a child, and they would send them prayer clause. We'll get into that in our next study, but I wish you would. Uh, Stay with me on these things, and I'll be glad to write you. If you write me, I'll write you back. If I can, if I can answer your question, a lot of times I can't answer your question. But this is the old trailblazer we bring into these studies on faith, healing, true and false. And it's going to be a gracious study. We're just getting started. Remember, the Old Trailblazer, my address is the Old Trailblazer, post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. I wish you'd write me and help me with the broadcast if you would. And then remember my website, radiomissions.org. And uh, go there. You can look up all pertinent information about the Old Trailblazer, about the radio broadcast on the Internet, how our services are broadcast over the internet every Sunday, Sunday night, Wednesday night. So if you need more help finding that site, call me, and I'll be glad to help you. Goodbye, and God bless you.